Blog Talk Radio. Let's keep it Whatever time it may be in your hemisphere, when and where you are hearing the sound of our voices, we thank and praise God, as always, for another opportunity, another chance to share the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hallelujah. We woke up this morning. We are still inhaling and exhaling. We are in our right minds, and God is yet on the throne, so it is a phenomenal day. I thank and praise him for everything that he has made abundantly possible in our lives. Welcome to the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and as always, I have my girl with me, my co-host, the incredibly beautiful, talented, phenomenal Miss Tanya Roberts. Hey, girl, how are you today? I'm just so grateful for you, just for always the way you bring me into the show. You speak life and life more abundantly for me, and I love you so much. My sister, elder, doctor, you hold so many titles, but just to know you on the level that I know you, I'm so blessed. And you are totally awesome for always uh, humbling yourself and, and allowing me to speak on this platform with you is phenomenal. So I love you. How are you beautiful today? You know what? It is. I, I really am. I'm in a very, very good place today. I'm so grateful to God because he has been walking me through some things, um, some progression in him. And I'm just grateful. When you get to that place, and and I'm going to let you introduce um, your topic for today, but when you get to that place of peace in him, when you get to that place of just, just trust and just recognizing that, hi, I don't need to go make something happen. He's already doing that. It's just a phenomenal place to be. And that's how I am. Amen. 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 You know what? That brings us into what we were talking about. Last week, you guys, please forgive us. We kind of missed out on the show. But what my sister just brought in today, uh, last week we were saying, what do you think we should talk about? And I was like, I need to meditate on it a little bit more. And I was laying in my backyard, and we have a little hammock, and I'm really enjoying it, you guys, a lot. And I laid in it, and it was a beautiful, sunny 
Sunday, and I've been blessed to be off again on Sundays, and I'm so grateful for that. But while I was laying there, I was like, there's so much peace. And my spirit say, what do you call happiness? And you just heard my sister say, I'm just in a good place today. I just feel really mm-hmm. good today. So the topic today and to challenge you to think more about it and to open up your spirits more and your inner self and your mind, what do you call happiness? Because I know that we, as I was young, sis, I thought happiness meant so many things. Going to the ice cream truck, I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was happiness mm-hmm. to me. You know what I'm saying? Being able to go in the store and get you something. You know what I'm saying? You was allowed to get mm-hmm. something. Going to the mall in Vegas and, and, and it was to go get some popcorn was the bomb. You know, or on a Sunday, my grandmother dropped us off, you know, gave us $5. And I do mean $5, you guys. And we were able to go to McDonald's, get a whole meal, plus an outside, <laughs> and go to the movie theater, have popcorn, a drink, and some candy for $5. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, where I work, you guys, at a grocery store, I literally marked up a brush yesterday. Prices changed from $5 to $10. I was like, you better shut up. So it is something today to say and to challenge you to think more. What is happiness? What makes you happy? Are you only happy if you're living, if you're only making six figures, seven figures, a million? Is that your happiness? Because please hear me. I'm not doubting you if that's your happiness. Are you happy if you drive a Benz, a this, a that? That's what makes you happy? Are you happy when you may not drive that, but you're just so grateful just to have transportation? Are you happy if you have that executive job that gives you accolades all the time? Or if you're like me and you work at a grocery store and you're not really noticed, can you still be happy, even in the midst of where you are? So I hope you guys call in today. I hope you um, um, bring in some questions today. I hope you challenge us today even more because this is what I'm going to say. It took me this long in my life to get this age to finally realize that happiness is when God is providing. He gives you shelter. It may not be the best or the prettiest house, but you're just allowed to make it home. The pestilence and the robbers stayed out. It wasn't a locks on the door because a good robber knows how to pick them. It's not about, uh, I don't get my nails or my fingernails done. Uh, not that I can't, but I choose not to. But I'm still okay if I can't. Are you okay if you can't get your hair done? Can you do your own hair? These are different questions that are really need to be asked right now of the times that we're living in. Because I feel with the Internet and with everything that's going on and the world looking at you and judging you, that a lot of people don't find it happiness if people don't agree with them or don't like their pages or don't like their comments or don't like what you got on or don't like this. I had to say to a coworker the other day, I had one of my wigs on. And with a long wig, she was like, I don't really don't like that wig that much on you. I said, well, when I woke up this morning, your opinion did not matter. You know what I'm trying to say? I just thought you should know, but I'm feeling really cute in it today. So today, I'm wearing this wig, okay? And tomorrow, guess what? I'm going to probably wear it again, all right? So 
I've had to learn because I used to be that child. I used to be because of the way I felt like I was raised. It mattered to me what people thought. It mattered to me what people said. It mattered to me how people felt about me. I used to get my feelings hurt, and I changed my life, my positions, and my everything in my life behind what people thought and said about me. And that was my happiness. And I realize now that it's all gone and half the people are dead, guess what? It didn't matter in the first place. So here you are. I built a platform for you for people to call in to speak or even comment if you just don't want to speak. Just type in what you have to say. So, sis, now I'm giving you the floor. Tell me your position on happiness. You know what? I, and, and I am grateful to be at a stage in life, uh, um, a more mature stage in life. I, I really am grateful. Um, I think and I look back over my life and the different um, ups, downs, ins, outs, bumps, that <laughs> um, I'm grateful to, to be at this place in life where happiness normally when you define happiness, it means that something had to happen, okay, for you to feel that sense of happiness. Um, The Word of God tells us to really embrace the joy of the Lord because in that we will find our peace. And for me, happiness has evolved to that place of peace, to that place of you know, and I think I said this in the when we first opened the show to that place of knowing that I'm not having to go and try and make something happen. Okay, I'm at a place and a stage in my life now where. I can understand when people talk about the rest of the Lord, to be able to rest in him. That doesn't mean that I don't blow it sometimes and jump up and try to go make things happen, but I have found out the hard way that every time I do that, I mess it up. And so now in my place of happiness, it is that place of reliance on the Lord and and just being like, okay, Daddy, you know what? If I say I trust you, then I have to put that verbiage into action. And so my happiness now is in a place of peace and a place of rest. Um, and I'm 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 so I'm so at peace with that. That's why I say I'm in, I'm in a really really good place today, and and it's been a journey to get here. There are things that are happening in my life and happening around me and happening for me, and opportunities that are presenting themselves that I know are not solely predicated on me being so powerful, so great, so on top of everything, doing everything right. I absolutely positively recognize the hand of God at work in my life. And I'm so grateful for that. I really, really am. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not living where I would like to live in, in as far as a structured dwelling, but that's not where my happiness is found. 
You know, I'm driving a decent car, I like my car, but that's not where my happiness is found. My happiness now has has transitioned to be that place of peace within me. And I'm I'm really grateful for that. And and a, please, 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 I want everybody to hear me. Okay? Just as you just said, you you've matured and you've journeyed to a new place in you. I've not always felt what I feel right now. I've not always been at peace. I've not always known a sense of contentment in whatever circumstance I'm in. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the maturing, not just in in numbers. I'm 65 years old. I better be trying to mature now. I don't want to be an old fool, but it's not just in my my numbers as far as length of time that I've been in this earth realm. It's more in how God has has orchestrated and, and conducted my life to get to a place of spiritual maturity that I can recognize that place of contentment. And I, I'm a, I, let's be totally transparent as you and I are always are. I can tell you just as recently as last year, I was not in a place of contentment. I wasn't. As recently as last month, I wasn't totally in a place of peace. There was chaos and, and turmoil within me, not so much around me, but within me. So I'm pleased. It's it's not that, you know, I'm saying this to say, oh, yeah, I've arrived and it's all good. No, 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 quite contrary. But, but I'm so grateful for the place I'm in right this moment because moments matter. They really do. And if you can start to look in the moment, you will find a greater sense of peace, joy, and happiness instead of just always going back to some traumatic place in your life. I I, I did my, my television broadcast yesterday. I recorded it. And part of it, I talked about going to places where God is not. And part of that is revisiting the trauma of your past, regurgitating all the wrong, wrong you did, wrong done to you, regurgitating it over and over again until you are so traumatized by the trauma of your past, you cannot fully embrace the peace of your presence, the beauty of your future. Because you, you've lost vision to see and know that God has already went ahead of where you are right now, made that crooked way straight, stepped back and started you from the beginning. So he knows where you're going. He knows the plans he has for you. He knows the thoughts he has for you, thoughts of good, of an expected end. We need to get into a place of that expectancy where we're expecting expecting good. We're expecting to see the sure mercies of God. We're expecting the favor of God on our life. We're expecting the doors to open. We're expecting the miraculous in our lives. And I think when we get to that place, that's a place of happiness. That expectation in our blessed hope will bring such a sense of peace and of joy that you can't help but experience that euphoria of happiness. Those endorphins start to go off inside of you. 
and it brings a smile to your face. When I think of the goodness of God and all he has done for me, y'all, it is more than a song. It's a place of peace. Because if he did it before, he's the same God, yesterday, today, and forevermore. If he brought me out of that dark place, if he moved the mountain on my behalf, if he provided when there was no provision visible, Why am I in that place of discontentment now? Because he is the same God, and he's still moving, and he's still blessing, and he's still showing favor, and his mercy endures forever. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. We all make bad decisions, but his mercy endures forever. So, that's, that's where I am in my place of happiness for this moment, in this moment. Because that don't mean that there might not be an uptick of a little anxiousness in another moment to come. But in this moment, I, I'm grateful for the realization of who my God is, whose I am. I belong to him. And if I can keep that train of thought, if I can keep that sense of peace within me, then whatever is yet to come, I can still find a place of happiness because I won't let go of the joy of the Lord, which is my peace. And if I'm at peace, then I'm happy. So that's what I have, sis. Wow. I I, I could have kept listening. You know, that that says a lot to realize something that I love what you said in this moment. See, that's what we have to understand, you guys. You can be happy today. It's okay. Happy tomorrow, the next day, the next day after. And sometimes storm clouds will come. And sometimes disappointment. Or sometimes, you know, just. As a, being a woman sometimes, I love that song a long time ago by Monica. It's just one in day, you know. And you have to understand, though, when you're in Christ, it's okay. When I'm down a lot of times, it used to be, oh, my gosh, you guys, I used to fall apart. A hot mess. I went so deep. Angels did not trail. When I would just be so disappointed and so this and so that until the Lord finally showed me, you're more disappointed because you feel like life is not turning out the way you thought it should be. Hmm. But if I allowed it to be the way you thought it should be, it would be one hot mess. <laughs> Even though it looks like a hot mess right now, to you, I'm still orchestrating it to clean up the mess that you have caused by your reaction of feelings like I'm not there or I'm not doing anything. I was like, what? Dude, always wanting to have control. Always. I was a dreamer, you guys. And when I said a dreamer, I was, I believe in my heart, I slept for many hours because in my dreams, I could create things. Mm. And I, and that's the way I believe that it should be. It took a long time for me to realize that I wasn't in control, my God. And not 
because he didn't love me, because he loved me. My relationship, my inner relationship with him, he took me in a time that I was at my biggest mess and began to show me and teach me things, I promise you, that no scholar, I believe, or anybody else could say they went to school to learn. And I still slipped, and I still was disobedient because it was so great, so powerful. It, It was more power than I can even completely imagine within me. And I took advantage because I thought, okay, like any kid would with their parents, they love them. Like anybody that's in a situation where it seems like they're blessed, they take advantage of it. Because they, we feel like it's always going to be there. I thank God for those moments. I thank God for the moments of crying, the disappointments of what I felt, the rejection. I thank God for those moments of wanting to give up. I thank God for those moments of just feeling disappointed and alone. Because when he enters into your soul differently, when he comes into your heart and your mind in a way that you've never experienced him, then you realize, wow, you don't have to wake me up this morning, did you? Every time I take a breath, that's you. Every time I'm able to just function and go through traffic and get to work in 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 a, in a position where I'm I'm safe with no incident. Any time that I'm able just to go to bed and wake up in the morning. Any time that you gave me a job. Any time that you made provision. Any time with all these prices and this and that. Any time you're there, aren't you? That's happening. Thank you. I didn't appreciate, I tell people this, my husband for a long time. I didn't feel like, because I was always so used to saying I was okay. But when something you look at and God shows you can be snatching you, you're like, hold up. Okay, hold up. Let's talk Jesus. <laughs> okay, maybe we didn't want to talk. Okay, okay, okay. I know that I was just like acting a little like I was something, something. And please don't take that from me. Just like when you say, Lord, and this is one of my biggest prayers, you guys, please don't take your Holy Spirit from me. I'll be lost. I would be destitute. If you do anything, don't take your spirit from me. Because sometimes I realize I can't do it without the Spirit of God. I can't do it unless he smiles on me, unless he speaks to me, unless he wakes me up. Because I promise you, it's not about the furniture, you guys. It's not about how big the house is. Yes, I want it. It's not about how big your bank account is. Yes, I want it. It's not how big it is. Yes, I want it. But it's still about what God is doing in your life right now. When I was young, I thought it was about a man being between my legs or laying next to me. That was important. When I was there, I thought it was, no, it's not. Right now, I'm sitting in a chair in my living room, and I, I see the sun just coming right 
radiating on my face as I'm on this show with you now. And I just want to cry because I'm like, that's you. You're not just the son. You're the son. That's not just the son that you is. But you're the son. And I'm so grateful that you love me so much. The times I wanted to give up and I wanted to die because I just did not think I would even make it this far. That I would even feel this way. You kept me to show me that I could because you were there. Find your happiness, your inner soul, your inner being. That's the Holy Spirit, Christ in your life for a transformation that you've never had experienced before. And I promise you, the first time of you asking, I believe, when you mean it within your heart, your soul, the pit of your core, you shall receive it. Take and see that the Lord is good because he is. I thought I cried enough, you guys. I promise you I must have cried enough to shelter many rivers and crops in the world. And for God to say he loves me so much that every tear that I cry, he bottles it. So therefore, I'm sure the coast of California is named after me. Because mm-hmm. that's probably how much he's bottled from me already. So what I want to say to you today is, Someday it does rain outside. When it rains outside, you guys, it's kind of gloomy. And a lot of times I don't want to go to work. And if I'm off, I'm so grateful and I don't do much. I like to just sit around and just find my spirit with the Lord. And that's it. And guess what? It's all good. But just wake up and know that. Even though you're walking by yourself. Is that a blessing? You can talk. You don't have nobody taking care of you. You may be by yourself, but you're not alone. You're not. Someone said to you, you can be alone, but you're not lonely. Because there's a peace that he gives you that surpasses all understanding. I hope you guys receive this. This is important to me to talk about this today. Because it, we, we get it all so confused. We think if we're not, we're a certain age and we're not married by now, we're not happy. We think if we don't have a man or if we don't have a woman, we don't have somebody in our lives, we're not happy. We believe, you know, we're still in that same job. Lord, I thought you were going to do something by now, and I'm still there. I'm not happy. But look at God. He still got you there. Lord, I told the Lord, look at you. In the grocery store business, what better place can I be in a time of famine? Mm-hmm. In a grocery store business. Look at you. It's not where I thought I was supposed to be. I thought I was going to be some mad speaker by now. But guess what? You allowed that grocery store to be the platform for you. So I can speak of your goodness to your children. And I'm still doing it. At a large capacity. Oh, my Lord. Oh, goodness. Look at you. I thought. Look at that. I thought I was nothing. And you show me every day the reason why I have to wake up is because you need to speak through me. Use me for your good pleasure. Hmm. That's joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. That's what that means. 
may not always, hmm, sometimes you just don't understand it. Since you remember about a month ago or so, you had gotten really sick. And you said, you man, you just was just getting ready to give in. I'm tired. I got to sleep all day. I got to this. You said, I got a show to do. And I know it might not be the, what I got to do right now, but I got to do this show. And that show was so blessed. That show was so off the chain. That show saved so many people. And they listened and they were delivered and they were glad because of it. See how that goes? Sometimes you're tired. The race is not won by the swift, but he that endures to the end. I get it now. Sometimes the race, man, you're like, I'm so tired. I'm just, I can't do it. Lord, they say the rent game is off. Lord, I can't believe it. My car, I'm crazy. I've been there. Oh, my gosh. But you're there. And somehow, some way, you're going to make a way out of no way. I hope you guys are encouraged by this. I hope that you can put a smile on your face. Right now, it's beautiful outside, but, man, that wind is blowing. It's warm, but yet it's cold. But you know what I thank God for? Because I can see it. My eyes, I can see All the things that I think I've done with this body, I'm shocked that I can still see, smell, feel, touch, anything at this point. Y'all may be laughing, but that's the gospel truth. So to me, that's happiness. The joy of the Lord, that's happiness. Find time for the Lord, five minutes, ten minutes. I think a lot of people get mixed up because they're like, I don't have time. Right when you said that, that was time right then to say, come into my heart. I need you so much because I'm so lost and I just don't understand that. The only way that I can feel happy is if I'm doing this or if I'm doing that. The only way that I can find joy is if I'm laying next to this or if I'm doing that. You know this happened, Lord, and that happened. So I, I'm, I, I can't. Right then, the whole time you just said that, you could have been saying, come into my life and fill me up. I'm tired of being filled up with things that don't make sense. Filled up with things that are not. They don't consume me right. I tell people all the time, if you're not on a job that's paying you something something towards the way, something, then continue to pray and ask God to lead you to another. If you're not in a relationship with someone that's not giving you something positive, something of value, the word of God, bringing God to you, even if they don't, they're positive, they're, they're building you up, they believe in you, they believe in your vision, your dream. But I'm sorry, you guys, you might have to give it up. I love you, and I pray that you guys continue to be inspired. Be happy, because we're living in some times right now where it's going to become less and less, you guys, less and less. Be careful who you're around and what you watch and what you see and what you do and what you say. That's important. 
I didn't mean to out talk you, sis. You are here. Oh, no, not at all. It's your subject today. But one of the things I did want to touch on um, that you mentioned, and that is um, not depending on others for your happiness. I think that's vitally important because we put too much pressure on other people, on our relationships, for our happiness, and and happiness has got to be an inside job. It has got to come from the inside of you, from your contentment with yourself. You cannot put that much pressure on another human being um, that they are there just specifically to make you happy. It's just, it's just really, in all honesty, it's too much pressure to put on someone else, that their whole existence is there to make sure that you stay happy. Now, that being said, because I know that, you know, your spouse may try everything they possibly can to keep you happy, and you kind of expect that because, you know, you feel like that's their job. Well, if you are not at peace within yourself, if there is inner turmoil going in, going on within you, then no matter how hard another person tries to make you happy, it will never be enough. They will never succeed. Because if you are not at peace within yourself, with yourself, about yourself, then no one can bring you that peace. Not not a human, a physical human being. They can't bring you that peace. Excuse me. So, oh, I'm so sorry. So I want to encourage the listeners to make sure that you are not putting undue stress on your relationships with others based on your expectation for them to make you happy. Now, yes, like I said, in a relationship, you know, we expect that our mates um, should try. They should try and care about how we feel. They should try to put a smile on our face. I'm not saying that they shouldn't, but when we are talking about true happiness, that's got to come from within you. You can be happy in the midst of the most messed up relationship on the planet, but if you choose with inside of you that, you know what, I, I, mm, I am not going to allow this situation to define me. I am not going to allow this situation to cause me to miss out on blessings that all are around me because I'm so bought into this unhappy state of mind Then I, I'm a miss blessing. I'm a miss what is right in front of us right in front of me. So I just wanted to say, you know, don't unfairly put that pressure on someone else. Since, you know, we've, we've talked about this probably every February since we've been on the air. And, and that's my pet peeve with, with Valentine's Day. Um, because I'm like this, if my spouse needs society to choose a day for him to show me he loves me one day out of the year, what happened to the other 364 days? I got issues with that. So my my relationship is not defined by February 14th. Likewise, 
I have to understand that if I am expecting this person, see, I Jerry Maguire was cute. It was a great movie and what have you, but I don't expect my husband to complete me. I expect to be complete in God. I expect to be the fullness and the totality and the wholeness of who God created me to be. I expect to embrace the purpose for which I was created. And hubby wasn't there when God created me. Hubby wasn't there when God spoke me into existence, when he breathed the breath of life into me. He wasn't there. And I love my husband, okay? And thank you, Lord, he loves me too. And I'm grateful for that. But I cannot depend on him for the innermost being of my core happiness. Can he put a smile on my face? Absolutely. Can he show me random acts of kindness and love? Absolutely. Do I expect it? Absolutely. But I do not depend on him for the completeness of who I am as an individual, for the completeness of who I am with inside of me. I am completed in God. My value and my self-worth is in the Lord. See, if I, and just you shared this too, you talked about this at one time. You said that you depended on, on everybody else's impression of you to, to make you happy. See, if our self-worth is tied up and, and predicated on the accolades of others, then we're going to be in trouble, y'all. I'm, I'm just being honest. And if that is where you're at, you're in trouble, okay? Because people as a whole, including yours truly, we can be very fickle. And we can like you today and hate you tomorrow. We can think the sun rises on you today and can't stand you tomorrow. Because we are flawed individuals subject to our emotions and emotions are subject to change. So I'm saying this so that you can take the pressure off of whoever you're in a relationship with, be it your boss, your coworkers, your children, your parents, your your mates, whatever relationships you find yourself in, be be happy within who you are. And I'm going to tell you something. Once you can find that place of happiness within you where you, you know your completion is in God, where you know you were created on purpose for purpose and you are, are fulfilling or you're going after the goal of fulfilling that purpose, which will bring you completeness, which will bring you happiness, which will bring you passion. I had to write a chapter for um, a compilation book yesterday, and in, in it I was talking about what happens when passion meets purpose and how that will change the trajectory of your life and how you experience things and in essence, while we're talking right now on the subject of happiness, it will change your definition of happiness. When your passion meets your purpose, when it comes together, you will find a place of happiness. Why? Because you are doing and fulfilling what you were created to do, and there's that inner part of you that will go, hallelujah, I am 
fulfilled. I am happy. How do you think missionaries survive out in the outback, out in the bush, out with people, with, with natives in, in, in tribal communities, in little villages, uh, places where they don't have the, the conveniences that we have in the city or in certain countries, places that don't have running water? places that have to boil their water just to cleanse it, places that you have to go out and catch your food. You don't go to the supermarket and buy it. But they find contentment in these places. They find happiness because their purpose has met with their passion. And it is they're fulfilling the assignments that have been given them. So I just, again, I'm just putting it out there. Stop putting undue pressure on people. For your happiness because it has to come from within we have to do the inner work we have to I'm, I'm my platform unleash the power of your brilliance by embracing your uniqueness it is about who am I within me and am I fulfilling the reason why I'm here because when you get to that core inside of you when you stop imitating and emulating other people, when you start trying to just live just to please someone, I'm very, very happy when I make someone else happy. I'm, I'm happy when, when I can do a, a random act of kindness and, and make somebody's day. That does bring me joy. That brings me happiness. But first and foremost, I had to find that inner place within inside myself that I could release the place of my happiness on somebody else, the place of my contentment. Because if you, when you encounter people that don't have that sense of happiness within inside themselves, they don't have that place of contentment within inside themselves, you encounter someone that can be very bitter, can be very disgruntled, can be outright mean, Um, can have an attitude that's out of this world, and it's really you take it personally because this person is lashing out at you. And and I understand because I I take it personally too sometimes, but when you stop to think, that person must have some really deep-seated pain. There's got to be really something wrong inside for them to be like this all the time. For them never to have a joy, any joy, never to have any smile, never to have a kind word to say, something is wrong. Something is wrong. And it's within them. It's not you. It's within them. Now, you can't control how they self-care and self-manage. What you can control is your reaction to it and how you choose to self-care and self-manage yourself. In other words, okay, you're having a bad day today, but I'm still going to choose to be happy. I'm still going to choose the joy of the Lord to be my strength. So mm, I'll get back with you later. I'm going to let you. I'm going to smile. I'm going to wish you the best. I'm even going to pray for you. You may not want me to pray with you, but I can always pray for you. But what I am going to do for myself is I'm going to choose to keep my joy. I'm going to choose to hold on to who I am. I'm going to choose 
that inner place of peace within inside of me. And sometimes it may take a minute for you to make that choice because I know my personality has normally been one of reaction. I'm reactive. So if you come at me crazy, I react. Now, again, <laughs> thank you, Lord. I've had many years of trying to bring that into control, okay, and to mature and not be as reactive to the negative as um, I've been in the past. And I'm grateful. I'm, I'm like, I'm not completely all there. Um, don't misunderstand me. But I'm so much better than I once was. And I do now understand that I can make a choice. I can make a choice to entertain your negativity. I can make a choice to entertain your attitude, which really does not go well with me. Or I can make the choice to say, you know what, you're having a bad day or maybe even a bad life, but I'm going to pray for you and I'm not going to allow your negativity to put me in a space of negativity. That's a choice that you have. That's a choice that you can make. And to guard your happiness, to guard your joy, to guard your heart. And it's important. It's very, very important. I've walked in that place of bitterness. I've walked in that place of, you know what, what came up came out. I've walked in that place of not having a filter. I've been that one. So I guess maybe because I have been that one and I had to heal from the inner pains that caused me to be that one, I'm a little more conscientious of someone else that is walking in their pain. I, I, I've been there, did that. So now that that healing process, I've allowed the healing process to take place. Because you've got, you know what, do you realize you have to allow yourself to be healed of the inner pains of your life? Because you can make a choice. This is something that God did for us at creation. He gave us free will. And you can make a choice to hold on to the hurt, to hold on to the pain, to hold on to that bitterness, to hold on to that attitude. It's your choice. Or you can choose a place of happiness, a place of peace, excuse me, a place that you can escape to. See, in your mind and in your heart, you can escape to paradise. You can escape to the lily fields and running through, you know, the the lush green of a forest or sitting on the edge of a uh, uh, an ocean at the beach. You can choose to allow yourself to experience those things within yourself with ever leaving your current atmosphere or where you, you, you do leave your atmosphere, but without leaving uh, your, your physical surroundings. Now, for me, I'm I'm a water person. I'm a huge water person. So if I get to a place in life where it's kind of seeming overwhelming, because I do, I get there sometimes, and, and God is so gracious to me because I'm like, Lord, Daddy, I need some water. <laughs> I need to get to some water. There's something very therapeutic for me with water. It, it really is. But I do, I have, I've learned that in I can transition my inner being, my inner thoughts, and I'm not 
talking about an out of body experience. Don't let's not go woo woo on me. But I can transition myself to that place of peace even if I can't get to the beach. Why? Because I can transition myself to the presence of the Lord. And therein is that peace. And that's what I feel when I'm at the ocean. That's what I feel when I'm walking on a beach. I love to walk the beach by myself and just talk to the Lord. I I love that. Just communing with him. Conversations. But I have learned that if I can't physically get to that place, where I live right now, Atlanta don't have a beach. It don't have no ocean. It don't have no water anywhere. But and, and growing up in Vegas, yeah, we had Lake Mead, but mm, <laughs> our beach was called Boulder Beach. It wasn't pretty in sand and whatever. It was full of rocks. Nevertheless, I transgress. Um, I know that I can take the innermost part of me and find a place of peace. And so that's why I'm saying make the choice. Make the choice of happiness. Happiness is a choice. It's a choice place to be. It's a choice mindset. Because you may have all the finer things in life and be unhappy. I know I worked for a very famous individual for 28 years and met all, I mean, the wealthiest of the wealthiest people. And so many of them were so unhappy. So it's not just about material things. It's not about your houses and your cars and your money. It's about inside doing the work so you can be at peace. Because when you're at peace, then you can change the atmosphere around you to that of peace. You can step into a situation and bring peace with you. You can help your family achieve a, a, a place of tranquility because that peace is within you. And within that peace, you will find happiness. So I just wanted to, to bring that out that, you know, let's, let's not – put undue pressure on the people we're having relationships with um, because it is not their sole responsibility to make you happy. That is not, that's, that's not the way it is. We have listeners on the line. I really wish if you guys have um, something that you want to contribute to the conversation or share your place of happiness or whatever, please raise your hand if you have something that you want to share and want to say because, um, yeah, this is, um, this is communication. You know, we are, we're, we're, it's real where we deal with real talk on real issues. So if you have anything that you'd like to share, we still have 10 minutes to go in the broadcast. We would love to hear from you. And with that, my sister, I'm going to turn it back over to you, Ms. Tanya. Well, you have some hands being raised. Um, somebody's on the line and they want to say something to ask. Please do. So, it, you know, it's so important, like you said, sis. It took me a long time to realize it was not up to others to make me happy. If you're not happy within yourself, look around your situation. If it's not happy, something's not right. It's not always you. It can be others. But a, a matter of finding your inner peace. Cause did you say somebody was on? They wanted to speak. I do have a hand raised. Yes, I do. Um, Let's the go last, for it. 
four, the last four of your phone number is 1233. You are live on air. Hey, y'all. It's Mama Jackie. How y'all doing? Hey, Mama. Peace and blessings. And God is looking over y'all. Y'all sound great. I just wanted to say... I've been on that, that, that road with my daughter, and I, I she brought tears to my eyes because it has been a long road, and I'm 65 years old as well, and, and I didn't find that peace and that happiness until about maybe 10 years ago, and I am happy to this day because I'm sitting in the church. I was doing things in the church, but I found my peace when I started going outside the church to feed God's people and do what he called to do. Not what I thought I was doing because I was sitting in the church doing what people called me to do. But when God called me to do what he wanted me to do, oh, I found my peace. And I'm happy doing what he called me to do. So when you are happy in doing what your father calls you to do. When I lost my son, I was the most unhappiest person you could ever see. I was bumping my head trying to find what I could do, what I could do, this, that, and other. But when God, ha, but he pulled my dress tail, I am your peace. Mm. I am your all in all. Then, ha, hallelujah. I can't do nothing but smile every day because he is my peace. He is my all in all. He is our everything. He comes before everything and all in all. He is our creator. He is our father. And my child was on loan to me, just like we on loan to this world. We had to mm-hmm. go the journey that he has sought for us. And when we complete that journey, we go home to him. And I pray I go home with a smile on my face because I've done what I'm, my job is complete. And when your job is complete, you seal your corner on that stone of house of God. I may not complete that house, but my stone is on that house. And it's just a happy feeling to know that you are walking in his way. And I make some joy to somebody's life if they need me. That's the thing. When you can help a brother or a sister, because you've been that way before, and you can kind of, ooh, hallelujah, Jesus. When you've been that way before, you can help them along the way because the Lord is saying, that's the one. Help that one. That one over there, they're going through what you've been through that I sent you through and I helped you through. Come on now. Mm. Reach in your pockets. Don't be cheap. Feed that one. And, you know, that makes you happy when you can do. Even when you... If you have to come out your house, don't be cheap. The Lord will refill what you don't have. But when you're stingy, don't look for him to supply because he won't. 
but that smile on the face when you can give a sandwich and that person hasn't had one and you see a smile. Oh, hallelujah, that brings a smile. So that's the peace I get. And I didn't know that peace, but I know it as you grow in it. So, like my sister said, we grow in it. And I thank God for growing in it. So I smile every day. I have my my ups and downs, but I have the peace of God. So I know when I get on my face, no matter how hard it is, he'll bring me back. When I get low, he'll bring me high because he'll have something for me to do that's going to turn that frown upside down and I'm going to smile again. So I love what y'all doing. Y'all keep up the great work because it's going to help somebody. Y'all be blessed. I just wanted to say thank you. God's blessing to both of y'all. Amen. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. We appreciate it. We love you for that. Exactly. Let me tell you something, too. I could not imagine as a mother losing a child. You can lose a child many different ways, you guys. It it doesn't not mean necessarily to death, but it can mean so many other ways. Please believe me, because I feel like I've lost a child sometimes to circumstances in the street, but the Lord let me know that she's still there. But just for the Lord, just to still give you peace and joy, even in the midst of your loss, Mama, just to share that as a true testimony to so many people out there that are hurting. Again, I love the fact that what you're saying, please don't put the pressure on other people to make you happy or to bring you joy or to fill a hole or a void. That's what God is for. He has his shoulders his power so much greater than anything in this universe. He can bear the, that weight where other people can't. And I feel today he's touched a lot, and especially my sister, touched a lot on different emotions of how you can feel and how easy it is to be um, falsely um, looking at happiness because that's what happens to a lot of young women right now, why they sleep with so many different people or men do the same thing, because they keep looking for love in all the wrong places. If you have not had Christ in your life, we invite you to have him in your life today. And what you have to say is, Father, forgive me. I'm not perfect. Repeat after me. I want to know you. I want to love you. I want to invite you into my world, into my heart to make me complete. Because I don't know what that means. I need a joy. I hear this joy that everybody's talking about. This surpasses all understanding. This peace. I want to receive it. I believe that you prayed that prayer today, you guys, that you invited him into your life. He's there. But understand something. That does not mean he's a genie in the bottle that it's just going to, bam, all disappear. That will be a lie. But to help you get through it, 
to help you endure it, he's there. So understand that. Again, invite Christ into your life. Ask him into your world. Because right now, you guys, I promise you, with everything that's going on, you're going to need him so much just to keep your mind stayed on this. My phone downloaded, Chris. I got to share this with everybody. My phone had to do a new uh, download, and I was like, cool. I hit it. It took a while. It was acting kind of funny and everything. I was like, wow, I hope you see what's going on. And then when it came back up, it said, updated to version 2050. And at first I was like, what? But some people, that's how I look at it. I'm sure it may mean something different to everybody, but I thought, this is modern technology. This is how advanced and ahead already that they're taking us. We're still here, but they're already there. And they're pushing us regardless of the fact whether you're ready to go or not. So let's just say, again, let's get together. Let's pray together. Let's love together. Let's be hopeful together, prayerful together. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And we pray that something we said today may be able to change your life forever in a good way to impact you, to make you think, and to get back to Christ and or to come to Christ. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. I thank God for another opportunity to share with the people. Thank you, sis, for this very intriguing topic. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And Lord willing, we will be with you guys next week. Same God time, same God channel. Same God channel. I love you guys. Thank you, sis, again for your blessing allowing me to be on this platform with you. Thank you. I love Uh, you guys. Amen. I'm honored to have you here. Love you guys. Have an incredible week in the Lord. Let's keep it real.